Hey everybody, and welcome to the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs, coming at you from the great city of Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm Sean Riley. And I'm Kamen Thrath. And today, like always, we're having a no-bullshit conversation about the entrepreneurial way of life. Kam, I have to talk to you about something very serious today. It's this disease that has infiltrated the works of the entrepreneur ranks throughout the globe, and, and I think it's important that we talk about it. It's contagious. It's serious. And it's something that we need to address. It's called distorted comparison syndrome. Oh my God, what is that? Exactly. That's what I said. A little bit of sore throat, a little bit of fatigue. But really what it is, is entrepreneurs have this ability, this disease, this inane sense to compare themselves to things that they probably ought not need to compare themselves to. Like you hear entrepreneurs say, oh, we want to be the next Amazon. Well, you're not the next Amazon and you won't be the next Amazon. Your model's different. The people are different. Your feelings and passions are different. You need to compare yourself to you, where you are and where you want to be. And that's it. doesn't need to be an outside comparison. And when you do that, you set yourself up for failure. And more importantly, I think you set yourself up to really be mimicking or mirroring something that you aren't. Because you don't know. Like You don't know what Jeff Bezos went through. He tells his story, but you don't know the true, like all those little mini decisions that he's made right. leading up to this point. So you can't model yourself. I mean, there's a balance, right? Like you aspire, you have mentors, you try to, you know, you try to follow the path of people you that pay for you. Yeah, you can yep. have heroes, right? But you can't say, I mean, I guess you can try to say, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you guys who are listening, you can't be that. I'm not saying that you can't, you, you probably will. And I wish you that you you do and, and maybe go beyond, you know, Amazon, but, you know, that's a small, very, very small few. But for those that I think for the majority of us as entrepreneurs, the reality is you got to you gotta set goals and comparisons of what of folks may be similar to you, but really you got to set goals for yourself. Like, what is it that you want to do that makes sense? Like, why are you doing this business? What do you think is, what do you think is your capability? And I'm not trying to say is set the bar low, but just don't set it so high that you almost set yourself up for failure and you start to kind of lose that confidence. True. I think you. it's not about setting the bar low or high because you really don't know. It's about setting the bar real. It's about what is it that you want to achieve in, in terms of your purpose and your vision, and then how are you going to achieve that? Now, all of this, as it relates to goal setting and comparing yourself, the first thing you do, I would recommend, and I've done this in the past, is compare yourself or drive your success or failure to the goals that you set up. But really the first thing you should do is look at the goal and make sure that it was attainable and realistic and something that everybody in your organization isn't involved with. And it's something that you all truly believe in. Maybe the reason why you didn't attain that goal is because it was unattainable. It was something that was unrealistic. You know, you could say, I want to be, I want to double the size of our company this year. Well, that assumes a lot of things that you can't control. For example, you don't know what the market's going to do. Because someone's like, well, they did it. They, right, they, they did they, it. They grew 10 times but or they five did it times in a different in a time with different people. They had different luck. A lot of it's timing and luck too. But you assume that the market's going to behave the same way. You assume that your clients, that, that you get revenue, are going to grow at the same rate that they grew last year. So it's a very difficult thing when you start comparing your success or your goals 
up against something else because as similar as they look to you, they're very different. Because you guys are different as people. We have different things that drive us. We have different fears. We have all those different things that come into play. The choices that we make and the people we have around us are very different too. So you have to be prepared to have different goals hit at different times, to have different failures, more or less. I'll give an example for myself. Like when I started my marketing agency, I was looking at other agencies that were crushing it. And you can only, you see the superficial stuff. You don't see all the other things that they're going through. And fast forward, I remember attending a conference where one of these top agencies in the country, the owner was speaking at. And he mentioned something about, you know, we were losing money, 30% of revenue month after month. And I was like, wow, this guy was crushing it. But he was telling the story of like this big failure. And he said the cause of that was he didn't have a good culture. He, they were just doing a lot of sales, but there was a disconnect with the culture. And I was thinking to myself, like, my culture is awesome. You don't know the context of what's happening in that business sometimes. So it's tough to kind of compare yourself, you know, to, to that business. And then other things like what I'm seeing now is operations and processes and things like that. Like, I'm starting to get a little bit better glimpse as I'm talking to other agencies and other folks in my space around the country, perspective-wise, our process and operations is actually a lot more further along and very solid compared to even other agencies who are bigger, who've been around much longer. That really kind of changed how I thought, like, do I compare myself to that other agency or that other business? So you got to set different goals that make sense for you. But it was reassuring to know that what I'm doing, what, what our company is doing is unique, or maybe not unique, unique is one of a kind, but is in that upper percentile of doing it right, which is really nice. I agree. I think, I think it's it's good in some ways to to model against a company. I, I would say you want to model against multiple companies, but really, when it comes down to comparing in goal setting, you you want to do it against your beliefs and your value system within your company or your project, and also against what your purpose is. When you start comparing yourself to other things, you really set yourself up for failure because it assumes that A, you're identical and you know everything about whatever it is you're comparing it to. And, and that's true of being you know, a, a person, uh, comparing yourself to, to somewhere else. Again, it's great to have mentors and heroes and, and to some degree looking at other people, but you can't compare yourself to someone else because it diminishes yourself. And I think that companies are the same way. Really, company is a reflection of the people. Companies are the same way. When you start pretending like you want to be a Facebook or an Amazon or Hilton or any of, you know, Coca-Cola, any big companies, you not only will fail, but you will be something different than what your purpose really is. You'll be something different other than what you are passionate about, which is really what this is all about. And again, you know, we sometimes when we set goals, and I'm very guilty of this, your goals are too rigid. It's black or white. It's you succeed or fail. There's no in between. And in my experience over a long period of time, I just came to the realization that my goals were too rigid. They need to be a little bit more flexible. Sometimes it's okay not to attain a goal because you might have done something along the way that was way better and way more successful. But you got to know yourself because some people set a high goal knowing that they'll probably reach 85%. True. Because really their true goal, their real goal is at 85%. But that's that's the same goal. What about something totally different where 
you know, I want to, uh, to your point, I want to achieve 85% of what my revenue goal is this year. But how about mid-year? Some great technology comes along that will really enhance your business, not in six months, but maybe a year. And you invest in that. But then at the end of the year, you're like, yeah, we didn't grow the revenue to where I wanted to because we used a lot of it to pay for this new technology. Uh, and I would argue in that particular example, you're you're being very successful doing that. Your Your success is wide, not high. But if you look at that very rigid goal you set, that's a fail because you didn't hit it. Mm-hmm. So I think we run, and speaking for myself, for a long time, you create this trap of setting these very rigid goals that you might attain, but probably you won't because they're either too high or too narrow or you you focused on something else, which really means that that goal that you set wasn't as important as you thought it was because, you know, you're you looked at something else or you made another investment, you started another business, you did this hobby. So I think it's important to set goals, set the bar, set goals, set milestones that are are certainly attainable, but are also realistic to your purpose. They really have to help support and help define what you're trying to do. Being like someone else or being like something else isn't really a goal. You can model some of the traits, but trying to be somebody else, you're not. I struggle with this still today. I'm always trying to figure out if it's the balance, right? Whatever that word is. It's not It's not work-life balance. It's life is one cycle. I look at other people. I'm like, how is that guy everywhere? And he's still like coaches and he's, you know, he's doing all this stuff. So again, I don't know what, what his life is like, right? So I can't, yeah, I want to, maybe I want to inspire to be like, this guy is like at community events he's on boards he does things at home he's killing it at work but we don't know what happens behind the scenes like is he does he have other obligations you know we all have different obligations outside of work you know if it's uh, you know if it's taking care of a family member that could be ill if it's you know if you have kids or don't have kids so it's always tough to kind of compare yourself to other people and i always felt like wow that person can do it i can do it but you have to come back to the realization is everyone has different things um that they have priorities to take care of so like you only have so much time in your day so you have to figure out you know how do i make it work with what's happening in my life right and what do you use when you're doing that comparison as the comparison point like i always go back to this you know, I, even my kids will say, oh, dad, that guy has a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. He must be rich. And I think that's great because you could look at that person and maybe he is very wealthy, but he also might be leveraged to the hilt. That car could be a day away from being repossessed, but you'll never know that. All you see is somebody driving by in a Ferrari or whatever it is. And there is this cultural thing that says, well, that's a definition of success. Well, you compare yourself to that you could sit there and say, well, I didn't get a Ferrari this year. I'm a failure. But at the same time, the guy that's getting it repossessed tomorrow actually is the failure. So you're, it's very distorted how we compare ourselves to things yeah. that we perceive as being real that might not be. I'm glad you brought up you know, that. I guess I, I, I can call it like you know, a vanity goal, right, to get these material things. And right. I, I'll be honest, I was in the same mind frame. when I, you know, My aspirations prior to starting a business when I was in college, like I want to I want to have a business that does so I can buy all these things and travel and have all this nice stuff. And I, I remember I wanted to get this like BMW M3. And I wanted it decked out. And now I actually, you know, I'm I'm rocking a minivan and I'm like, I'm fine with it. You know, it's it's because I have other things that opened up in my life that's more important for me. Having the flexibility to be, to do things that I want to do. If it's for my personal side, 
from my business side and from my family side. And like, you know, I was at my daughter's, I had a choice to be at a meeting. There's always stuff to do. The outcome of your life is really based on the choices you make every day, big or small. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a big meeting that I, I wanted to go to and, and it was important. It's a big new client of ours. And then my daughter had, you know, she was excited about her first Broadway kind of like play. She's been working on it. You know, she's in first grade. And I thought to myself, you know, that's something I want to be at because I know if I miss that, that's something I'm going to feel not just horrible about myself. Like, oh, I wish that's a moment in my life I can't take take back. Right. But I also know I, I would hear it from her and hear it from my wife. But it's not that I'm fearful about that, but I also don't want to um, disappoint them too. So I made the choice to go to that event. And I remember I asked you about this. We were having lunch one day. You know, did I make the right choice or not? And, tell, you know, maybe you can share with everyone like kind of like, your, your answer to that. Well, yeah, my <laughs> choice was that there's it's a right answer or a wrong answer depending on who the person is. And I think when we talked about it, we talked a little bit about, you know, you can always get another client. You can't always get another daughter, right? And so it's, a, it's about priority and perspective. And it, it's really about you making that conscious choice. I mean, somebody that says you should go to the meeting or you should see your daughter, you could line up a thousand people and you might get a bunch of different answers. So really, what is the right answer? It's it's the answer that you choose is the right answer. And again, it goes back to comparison. Oh, what would most entrepreneurs do? Well, would they go to work? I don't know. You'd probably find a bunch that would. You'd find a bunch that wouldn't. What would the good dad do? Say, okay, hon, I really have to go to this, this um, meeting, but I'll go to your next one. I mean, so really, again, the right decision is the decision you make. There is no right or wrong. There's no comparison. And you shouldn't bring up, I think I've had this conversation with my wife, you shouldn't bring up, well, that person does it, that, you know, he gets to go, she gets to go. And again, you don't know what responsibilities and priorities that they have, right? So they just because they're able to attend more meetings or they're traveling more, it seems like they basically have flexibility. They're making sacrifices too, Absolutely. you know, and you, you they're not going to come out and tell you, but so, you know, don't compare yourself to a lot of other people. You have to do what's right for yourself. Right. And and I think, too, not to pile on, but I think, too, it's easier to compare yourself to something outside versus looking inside and determining what you want to do. It's easier justifying to your family, your daughter, that, oh, you know, dad has a company, dad has to go to this meeting, it's really important. Because in the back of your mind, you're justifying what, quote unquote, most business people would do. Well, that's unfair. That's really not a a good comparison. Mm -hmm. So you can justify your decision by selecting an outside thing to compare yourself to. That's really not. That's that's, that's the easy way out, man. You can't do that. So I think that, as we said at the beginning of this, this is a highly contagious and serious disease. It affects all of us. It's affected me many times before where you I compare myself to a business or a person or my conception of what a leader is. And then you try to act that out. And the more you try to act that out, the farther away you come from your, yourself, which I would argue is the biggest failure is not being yourself doing what you are happy doing. My biggest takeaway and the biggest takeaway I want want you guys who are listening to to really really be honest with yourself about what are why are you doing what you're doing? What are your aspirations? What makes sense for you if you're if you're trying to have that balance, especially if you're starting up, you know, you're pulled in a lot of different directions. 
what's a reality? Because you also want to make sure you don't burn yourself out. So what's a reality to you of what you can do for yourself, your business, your family? So figure that out, map it out, have that plan and vision, and then set clear goals that is going to make you succeed. And even small, and make sure you have small little goals so that you you feel the wins that lead up to the bigger goals. You know, my biggest takeaway, I think, is a couple of things. First is is to always be true to yourself. You don't owe anybody anything, but you certainly owe yourself a definition of your purpose. What is it that you're trying to do? And the second thing is, and we'll talk about this, you know, as we go through this journey together, all of us, it's okay to fail. It's okay to not hit your goal. It might be a shitty goal. It might be just a crappy goal that you were never going to attain. You just picked it because that's what you envisioned you wanted to be. It's it's okay to fail. You have to it's scary to fail because you don't want to fail. We all don't want to fail, but yes, you, you gotta. Right, that's where you learn. That's right. and, mm-hmm. and every motivational book or or podcast or anything you listen to talks about how you have to learn to deal with failure. Why? Because it happens all the time. We you, you fail every day, every minute of every day. This podcast could be a colossal failure to some. To some, it could be a huge success. So. It, it really, you have to be real. You have to understand your purpose more than anything else. But equally as important, you have to be okay with giving yourself permission to fail because that's the only way you're going to grow is to make mistakes and, and to move from them. And sometimes, even me, like you make a lot of mistakes daily. You make big ones, but it's okay. You just need to continue to grow and continue to listen to your purpose and continue to move forward, whatever forward is in your life. All right, guys, get out there and crush it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. That wraps it up. You can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn at The Vulnerable Entrepreneurs, Twitter and Instagram at The VE Podcast, and join the conversation by visiting our website at thevepodcast.com. By all means, please email us at hello at thevepodcast.com. Thanks for listening today. We understand that every minute of your day is so valuable and precious and appreciate you sharing this time with us. And remember, whatever your 100% is, give it.